Hey guys, it's Cass and Dorian, and you're listening to United. Okay, all set. Okay, so you want to talk about Dr. Seuss? I just, there, so Dr. Seuss's birthday was last week. And every year for his birthday, there's a celebration called Read Across America. And it's an attempt to get kids more into reading. So schools like do different um, events and stuff, I guess, for lack of a better word, in -hmm. order to uh get kids more enthusiastic about reading. Last week, Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, I think, decided that made a national announcement that uh Dr. Seuss was going to be taken out of Read Across America because of his racist history. They also made an announcement saying that they were going to take six of his books out of print because they had racist imagery and storyline, I guess, background. Uh, I see. I thought that um, he, it wasn't something I just looked it up. It was, he just omitted um, Dr. Seuss from the read across America list. Okay. So it, it's not even like he straight out said, we're taking off Dr. Seuss because of racism or this is, I'm sure there was like a press release or there were questions um, up to the press secretary of why is Dr. Seuss not on this? It was started on his birthday for a reason, you know, um, and president Trump and president Obama both had Dr. Seuss on the list. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And then I know after he made that announcement later that day, the Dr. Seuss Enterprise, I, I must have read that article you sent me. The Dr. Seuss Enterprise is then they themselves said that they were going to discontinue six of those books. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I'm curious, cause you've mentioned to me in the past, you know, that Dr. Seuss was racist. Do you, what do you know on that? Like what, where do you, what did you hear? Where do you get that from? Because like, how do we know what, what, what do we know? I mean, well, for starters, I just assume that most white men from that era were racist. Like, Disney was racist. That's a well-known fact. Mm. At least it is amongst Black people. I don't know if it is amongst other cultures, but it's known that Walt Disney was racist. So I just kind of assume, which I mean, I guess I shouldn't, but Racism was a normal way of life in that time. So I just assume that most white men who grew up back in, you know, any time before like the 70s, that they were racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe not all. Not or, all. Or at least, uh, I mean, they probably had at least some because it was societal. Like you just, that's all you knew. Yeah. Yeah. It was a part of society, just like. It was a general consensus in society, probably until about 10 years ago, that being gay was wrong. So 
So homophobia was very ingrained in our culture. It's kind of the same thing. You have made a lot of progress on that as of late, haven't we? Like in our lifetime. Yeah. 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 Pretty remarkable. We have. Like, because I I know when I was a kid, I truly thought that it was wrong because that's what I was taught. Mm-hmm. Not by my mom, but I grew up in the church. So indirectly through other people and imagery and stuff like that, I was taught that it was wrong. Yeah. And there's still a lot of people that are taught that it's wrong, but, um, but there's a majority consensus that it's normal. Right. Yeah. So, so you don't know of any like specific examples of, um, things he's done or where that came from. So the day that all of this went live, I looked up his books and in the one book, if I ran a zoo or something like that, there is definitely racist uh, imagery in it. Okay. He speaks about the, if he was to go to Africa, he would get the African people to do stuff for him, like get a imaginary animal or something for him. But the, people that he drew as the African people look like monkey human hybrids. Mm. There's also mention of going to Asia and about the Asian people and the people that he drew had like dramatically slanted eyes and stuff. Like, so I do feel like it, it was kind of, if not racist, then stereotypical. But mm. racial stereotypes are based in racism. So yeah, yeah. Can't really separate the two. There was also like mention of a specific word that refers to a human and saying that they would put them in cages. And the picture depicts like what what I would see as a Middle Eastern person. And he's basically saying that he would put that middle Middle Eastern person in the zoo. Hmm. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But no, none of the books that they're taking out of print have I ever read, and had never even really heard of. The Mulberry Street one, I feel like I had heard of. That's the only one that I had heard of. Yeah, I think that's the other one. ones I had never heard of. It's probably the only one that most people have heard of, unless you're like a yeah. super, super Dr. Seuss fanatic. So it's like they didn't even need to announce it. They could have just took them off the shelves and kept it moving. Yeah. So what, what I what I did see in that article you sent um, was basically like what they said. Like, I granted, I didn't read their whole press release, but the quote from the press release I shouldn't say anything without reading the whole thing, but the quote. I didn't was, read the article at all, so <laughs> <laughs> just. <laughs> of course, you didn't. <laughs> you, always, I, you always send stuff to me to read. <laughs> I read the comments on the article. Oh my but gosh, I did not read so the, funny. Co- the article. No, I'm oh, sorry. That is so oh, funny. Just, don't feel bad that you didn't read the whole article because I didn't read it at all. <laughs> So the 
what was said by the Dr. Seuss Enterprise is that they're discontinuing those six books. Um, I don't know if they said more again, need to read the press release, but I was a little disheartened that it wasn't at least being reported in the news um, or um, hopefully was said by them that they're going to take them off the shelves and change the imagery and put them back out. So instead that just saying we're taking these off of the shelves because of racist illustration just puts fuel in the fire of people who are going to uproar about cancel culture. Yeah. And that's all it did. That's why I read the comments. It's so frustrating. The comments were crazy. But also the comments to me highlighted a totally different issue as well, because to me, getting rid of six books in the grand scheme of things of Dr. Seuss, he wrote hundreds of books. Is six books really going to be the end of the world? Especially six books that like nobody in my generation who I've talked to about it even knew what those books were. So I don't, but again, I don't understand why it wasn't just, it could have been so much more simple. We made this into such a drama. It doesn't need to be. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying about, they didn't even need to announce it. Mm. If they were going to get rid of the books, they could have just quietly got rid of the books. Nobody would have noticed. They had to make a big grand to do about it and be like, all right, Hey, just so you know, we're getting rid of these. Like, okay. I don't know if they could have quietly done it because there would have been people within the organization that would have known that was going on and would have leaked it to the press. And then they wouldn't have been able to control the dialogue around it. So books go out of print all the time. They could have just one by one, just quietly was like, all right, we're not going to bring this back anymore. But they couldn't do that because they had to respond to the fact that the president of the United States and his administration just shamed them publicly. That's true. Can we talk about that for a second? How can you take Dr. Seuss out of read across America (laughs) when it's to celebrate his birthday? Yeah. I was like, this is all dumb. As a black person in America, I get, what they're doing, but the focus is on the wrong stuff. Okay. Nobody has a huge issue with Dr. Seuss and the people who do have a huge issue with issue with him just won't buy his books. Dr. Seuss died. However long ago, he is not impacting racism in America today. So taking him out of read across America does nothing for no one. Um, and are we going to cancel Disney? Well, so so here's the question though. What backstory do we know or you know and do what backstory are we not aware of? Was this something where there was there are certain organizations really pushing for it? What if it wasn't necessarily the black community which is what you're so in tune to? What if it's the Asian community or the Middle Eastern community in America that was like the were really um vocal about these drawings and and how it just impacts that um, it just perpetuates that racist perception, yeah, or implicit biases or whatever. 
And what if the Biden administration had talked to the Dr. Seuss Enterprise and asked them to please, you know, like, hey, can you do this? Can you, can we fix this? Can you make this announcement and fix this? Because we, these are in children's and in class, children's hands and classrooms around the world, around the U.S. And we celebrate this. And they maybe were refusing to, so they used the, they had they felt they had to use this as leverage to say, listen, you need to square away and move with the way we're moving in this nation, which is okay. making sure we clean up our side of the street. And if you're not going to move with us, then you're not going to be a part of us moving forward. Yeah, if that's how it happened, then okay, I feel it. I mean, I just made but, that hypothetical up in my head. <laughs> I, I know. I'm just saying, if that if that is how it happened, then okay, that makes sense. But to just arbitrarily be like, oh, hey, I know we celebrate Read Across America on Dr. Seuss's birthday, but we're just going to celebrate Read Across America. We're not going to do Dr. Seuss anymore. It's literally to celebrate his birthday. That's why it was created. Mm-hmm. It's on the day is on his birthday. Right. Right. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like that's not, if that's the case, then they should just get rid of read across America altogether and create a whole different event on another day geared towards the same thing. That's fair. I mean, that's fair, but, um, uh, yeah, I don't know how Read Across America works. I don't know why they couldn't have just put a, like, I don't know if they have a list of things that they discourage. Probably not, but, no, probably <laughs> you not. know, it's probably just encourage, I guess. That's why, but I don't know. I, yeah, it's, it's just, just so, we just don't, the thing is, we never have all the information, and but everyone, all the keyboard warriors right. online think they have all the information they need to have to have a very strong opinion. And well, one of one really of the know. people, sorry, okay. one of the people, one of the comments that I saw was like, "This is a children's book. It's an imaginary. It's imaginary characters. If people are putting a race to these imaginary characters, then that says more about them than it does about Dr. Seuss." And I'm like, he literally says that they're in Africa. Yeah, I think it's so. That was actually sort of not totally but sort of my initial thought i um, i had confusion because i had not read the zoo book and every other book i read was basically like these whoville characters so they yeah. weren't really any race you know they were they were hairy creatures so um with weird hairdos so yeah. i um you know, like the main character, even the main character on the front of uh, one of the books that got taken off. I don't know. It's got the it's got the guy like the cat and hat guy, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, I did not realize that he had any books where he referenced and or drew actual um, races, like actual human beings in races. So I think that's part that comment would come from somebody who is not aware of the zoo book. Yeah. Um, and I guess the other part that really stuck out to me too, was that like, it seems that people are more outraged about cancel culture than they are about racism existing. Now, while I don't really care about Dr. Seuss being racist because he doesn't even exist anymore. 
his books and stuff still exist. His legacy still exists. But he as a person does not exist. So he is no longer racist. And he does not affect my life one way or another. Also, my kids don't really do Dr. Seuss. I hated Dr. Seuss growing up. So I never introduced those books to him. I literally hate Green Eggs and Ham. (laughs) And I know people will think that's blasphemous and that I'm like, I don't know, un-American or whatever. I don't even know. But I hated Dr. Seuss. Hated the cat in the hat. Hated Green Eggs and Ham. There's a walket in my pocket was I. But I hated those books. So I never really introduced them to my kids. So him being racist doesn't, it just, it just is not on the higher end of the list of priorities for me to care about. Yeah, but there are other people that it is, right? Yes. Even though he's no longer existing, um, you know, if he was racist, then his illustrations, which is what he drew, he, he was an illustrator. So I'm assuming he illustrated all of his books as well as wrote them. So if he, you know, was racist, then he probably, that did come across at times in certain ways within the books. And I don't know. I just think. And before uh, he started writing children's books, he wrote adult books. And from what I've heard, yes. From what I've heard, his adult books are more racist than the children's books. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And I can get, I can see how, like, there's a sense of betrayal for someone who grew up loving Dr. Seuss because it's different for me because I didn't like his books. But for someone who grew up loving them and has, like, a sense of nostalgia towards them and, like, couldn't wait to introduce them to their kids and build their kids' love of reading through Dr. Seuss for them, for someone like that. To find out that he's racist, I could see where they would be. There would be like a sense of betrayal, in mm. a sense of like, wow, I absolutely love this guy, and he didn't like my kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and like I, could, you said, I could see that that would suck. Yeah, but also like you said, we uh, have to kind of you know just know that if someone was born in the early 1900s or before in America, that's the programming that they were raised with. Like there's just no in, a, in America, in the I mean, world, it's <laughs> in the world, but I don't, I try really hard to not, because I'm not from other places. I know it totally exists in so many other places, but I try not to, I try to be careful yeah. to make sure I'm saying like, you know, cause it may not be that way in yeah. some places and in other places, it may be different in other yeah. places. It might be worse. So I don't know. I just know my experience from being an American and what I know about Americans historically. Yeah, I completely agree. I was just messing with you. No, I hear you. It's so funny. Cause we, I noted like we talk about racism in America a lot, but it's like, yeah, this really is a worldly thing. It is like it. If I was, if someone told me Shakespeare was racist, I'd be like, okay, you, you, you thought he wasn't? I just assumed he was. Like, I don't know if Shakespeare is racist, was racist or not. But in the time that he grew up in, that was normal. Even when Paula Dean had her little, you know, 
debacle and people were ready to cancel her. I was like, y'all really didn't think that woman was racist? It's an old Southern white woman. Yes. And it's going to be racist or classist. And really they're one in the same. It's having a perspective of some group of people being less than you. And that's going to be the case no matter where you look in the history of time for the most part, there are some exceptions. I'm sure. Like I'm sure there are some indigenous tribes that did not view things that way. Um, but overall, especially in the major civilizations, there was yeah. race or class. But also, like, I'd like to say, just to preface, like, I don't assume that all old white women are racist. I'm just not surprised when one turns out to be, if that makes sense. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. So I'm not just walking around assuming that all old Southern white people are racist because I do know that there were some people who knew that that was wrong at that time and didn't agree with that thought process. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just not surprised when it happens because it makes sense right? for yeah. the time period. Yeah. The thing that really stood out the most, again, about the comments was that people seem to be more upset that Dr. Seuss was being canceled than the fact that he was racist. And I'm like, I mean, I guess I get it. And that's why I was saying, I guess I can't really speak to that because I'm not really upset that he was racist because it kind of makes sense to me. And I didn't like any of his stuff anyway. But it just, it's it's a certain level of privilege, I would say, to be able to be like, oh man, we're really canceling this guy because he was racist. Mm. Instead of feeling that unhappiness that he was racist or taking a moment to think oh okay so people want to cancel him or cancel some of his books whatever however you want to call it say it right taking a Mm -hmm. moment to think instead of just enrage over it taking a moment to think what kind of feelings does his work create in people and other people that I don't, that I've not felt or been exposed to, like to really take time to think what might it feel like for an Asian person to have their child in school and in first grade, they read the story of going to the zoo and all the kids stop, start laughing at the eyes of the people in Asia in the book, Mm -hmm. you know, just Cause I guarantee that's happened. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, um, they're not taking the moment to say, okay. And then what would I feel? What would I want of that? How can we rectify that? Where's the compromise in this, you know, instead of just getting enraged about the fact that some books have been taken away, it's like, this is actually, it should be a positive. It should be okay. We're, we understand that this is in this impacts some people in some ways. We still have all these other books, which are the ones that are mainly known that are fine. And you have all of his illustrations and words, but now we actually can take some creativity and create a new and birth a new with six of his books, same storyline, but we can put new illustrations out. We can relaunch them and people can get excited about buying a new version of a Dr. Seuss book. Not the same thing that's been there for generations. It could be such a, yeah. it could be such or a, also, you know, because the books are 
going to be out of print. Whoever has original copies can definitely make money off of it. <laughs> I'm only laughing because you know who's going to own them is the white supremacist. <laughs> you know that's going to be who's buying them. <laughs> yeah. So if I, if I had a copy, I would surely sell some to some white supremacists. <laughs> Give me your money. Yeah, um, that's true. But I think more so it just didn't need to be this like, oh, we're getting rid of this forever and there's nothing we can do about it. And we just have to, oh, poor us. I don't know. I just feel like there's an actual solution, not just a, um, a minimal action. There's actual solution for every problem. And I feel like it's so wrapped up in the drama of, in just in drama period, because we tend to watch tabloid entertainment, not news because we don't really have much news out there nowadays. It's pretty much all tabloid entertainment, which is just about striking up emotions. So people get all caught up in their jammies. That's probably not a saying, but it's going to be today. And, (laughs) (laughs) And just throw it out of proportion and make a big deal out of it when it really doesn't have to be this hard. Yeah. It doesn't. So it was really interesting in, in, uh, let's see if I can find this in an article I read. I really come kind of liked like where she was going with it though. Um, Oh, this is from a day in our shoes.com. And it's an article about Dr. Seuss's racism. Um, whenever an idea comes up that challenges cultural norms, it's met with resistance. This is true here. If you search online, you will find mentions of Dr. Seuss's past, but also you will find apologists and people who want to excuse it away. He was a product of his time, they'll say, which is what we were saying. But the thing is, not everyone during that time participated in racism. On the contrary, many people, white people, um, and then it just you put an advertisement and skipped wherever I was. So I can't keep reading. So, but <laughs> um, it, it was, it's interesting to like, like, I was like, oh, wait, that's what we're saying. What's your point in perspective on it? Uh, we have to stop excusing away bad behavior. In this case, the evidence is there many times over. So then it goes on to how bad was it? Take a look. And it talks about a published study called Research on Diversity in Youth Literature. Um, uh-huh. That they found that 2% of humans, human characters in Dr. Seuss's books were people of color and all those characters were depicted through racist character, caricatures. So all of his books that had human in humans in them, only 2% were people of color and all those 2% were depicted through racist stereotypes. Interesting. So, and then it talks about, and then the next paragraph, which is very interesting. She says, you know, this is from a citation she has from NPR that research shows that age three, children begin to form racial biases. And by age seven, those biases become fixed. And what ages are people reading those books? But that's the age range. Exactly. By age seven, they're pretty much... They're pretty much growing out of Dr. Seuss by the time they're seven. Exactly. If anyone's interested in this article, um, our listeners, again, it's www.adayinourshoes.com. And the title of the article is, Was Dr. Seuss a Racist? See the drawings and judge for yourself. I'll also link it up in the show notes. 
anyway, um, I just thought those were some interesting points and thoughts to add to the conversation. Yeah. And I mean, I guess I agree. We should not keep making excuses. And yes, there were plenty of white people back then that weren't racist. But again, it's still not surprising to me. Yeah. And it could it could be that it's not surprising because I've known for years that Dr. Seuss was racist or had racist undertones in his writing. Yeah. Racism. You had said it to me a couple years ago. So that is yeah. It's definitely been something that's been in your awareness a while. So I can see that too. And also for you, it's like, wait, why are we talking about this now? That's old news. (laughs) Yeah. But also I'm sure part of what I'm feeling is also because I did not like Dr. Seuss to begin with. (laughs) So you're not impacted by it, right? Yep. No. Yeah, it's really interesting. But for people that are, right? So people have taken the time to see and that again. So see, that's probably that's that's the stuff that the Biden administration is looking at. They're looking at we are a country of diversity. We are an administration that is now stepping up and saying, now's the time, America. We are diverse. We need to accept that. So this doesn't line up with it. His illustrations don't line up with it because not only are they not diverse, but then you add on the fact that there's the racial stereotype. So you could see why it would be something that would matter to this administration. Yeah. I just don't agree with taking him out of his birthday celebration. Like (laughs) we should just, let's just do away with that and create a whole nother, like let's honor a new author each year maybe because there's plenty of authors we can honor Langston Hughes for example or or um was Robert Frost um there's any number of authors don't forget this is children authors oh (laughs) you're right (laughs) you're like looking at your bookshelf right now (laughs) yeah I can't think of any other really great children authors right now Definitely but some, but there's, there's not, there's not, I don't think there's any that are as prolific as he was like that had as many books as he did. I don't know, maybe, but, um, I don't know of any Bernstein bears was one of the only repeat other, like, yeah, but who wrote that? Ones. No clue. Who wrote that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Because I was thinking Bernstein Bears too, but I'm like, I have no idea who wrote that. Stan and Jan Bernstein. It's continued by their son, Mike. Okay, so the Bernsteins. Yep, the Bernsteins, yep. So let's honor them, because the Bernstein Bears were the bomb. Yeah. I actually really I enjoyed agree. those books. I agree. <laughs> but I just thought it was interesting. The reason why I it caught my eye was because of the comment yeah. because it was, people was it were like intense? really mad. Yeah. 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 It was intense. Like people are like outraged that they're removing these six books. And I'm like, in the grand scheme of things, six books is not a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And his legacy will still live on. Like he still has the other atrocious books that he wrote. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> Well, I think that um, this was a great conversation. And now I have a better understanding of exactly what happened. But 
I still feel like it just wasn't necessary at all. Yeah. Yeah. Over dramatized as is pretty much everything that goes on in our, in our lives and in our country these days. (laughs) Yeah. That Uh, is true. Do you have a Dr. Seuss quote you want to end this episode with? Um, probably, but I think I use the one quote that I have by Dr. Seuss that I really like. I think I used it on another episode. So I'll have mm, to find. You did. You did from the Laura. Yes. Yep. Yes. That is my favorite quote, but I can find another one. I'm sure Dr. Seuss, Seuss was very quotable. Except for that. You didn't like him. I think I just was like, um. I was traumatized by green eggs and ham because it was like, I do not. He said he don't want the damn green eggs and ham. Stop asking him. (laughs) Yeah. So by the way, the, the read across America program was launched by the national educators of America abbreviated as NEA Mm -hmm. in 98. And in recent years, they've been distancing themselves from Dr. Seuss's books. Oh, okay. Because of the the because of those components within them that we have not looked at closely enough to see that it was problematic. Yeah. As you would say. There was also a meme that went viral that compared um Cardi B's WAP song, which I don't know if you heard that or not, but uh uh-huh. yeah. pretty raunchy. Yeah. It compared that to... I don't know. Everyone says that. And I... Sorry. There's just so much conversation around that WAP song. And it was like, wh- what, is, what is... Again, over-dramatizing things. Oh, yeah. This is not the first. No. This is <laughs> definitely beyond not the first. Why are we, why, why are we all of a sudden shocked? I, why are we all of a sudden care? Yeah, it blows my mind. But um, there's a meme going around and it says, Cardi B's WAP song can win song of the year while children's books and tv shows require caution and we're like i'm just like first of all i know you're not comparing a woman expressing herself through music sexually to racism that's not a good comparison at all first of all yeah and i just also want to point out because this is how it always is that they chose a black artist's song to make the comparison with just putting that out there. Oh yeah, of course. It's always a black artist when it comes to, if they're trying to make a, a point, even if it doesn't have to do with the person needing to be a certain skin color, they always choose black. Really? Yeah. Oh, totally. Every time where it's like this person can do this, but not this person when it has to do with racism, oh. even if it's like a, like, even if the black person's doing a positive thing, like, no matter what it even like, so it's done on both sides. It's done when it's like, why can't this person do this? Cause this person did it. And it's the black person doing a bad thing, or it's done in like, we can do it because look at what this black person did. It's a good thing. Like yeah. it's always, always, always. No, Sorry. I completely, yeah, I agree with that. That does make sense. Um, but I'm just like, is, are we like playing WAP for our kids? Like, do people really think that that's happening? 
Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, good point. Because we're talking about a kid's book and a song that's an adult song. That is such such a better point period in the comparison of yeah. the, two. the kids song and the adult or the kids books and the adult song like yeah if we're talking about using children's books and tv shows require caution yes they do because they're for children wap is not i listen to wap occasionally but i still don't even really listen to it around my 12 year old and and there's like there's certain songs that she'll say the lyrics to and I'll be like, yeah, that's not for you, honey. We don't sing that here. <laughs> but also like the, in the WAP song, uh, I guess if none of our listeners know what WAP stands for, if you don't know the song, it's um, wet. Uh, should I say the whole thing or should I just <laughs> wet ass? a female private part so (laughs) my face is red right now (laughs) i cannot oh i'm fanning myself okay um just in case there's there's listeners that don't pay attention to that kind of thing okay so um oh my god i'm so hot um I feel like there's lyrics that are just as bad or worse that are in songs like played on the radio that aren't even bleeped out. And those, that actual word may not be there, but the illusion, like alluding to that. Oh yeah. Like what that means. Well, well, just like, um, skeet, you know? Oh yeah. Uh right like that was said in songs a lot and that is incredibly vulgar that's more vulgar in my opinion have you ever seen that Dave Chappelle skit where he's like um um he's talking about that word and he's like you know why they let us eat on the radio because white people don't know what it means yet I think most of them still don't. <laughs> I think that's why it was like in that m- movie with Sandra Bullock and um, Betty White and oh, Ryan yes. Reynolds. I love that movie. <laughs> yes. The yes. engagement or something, right? Or, yeah. yeah. The engagement or the proposal, something like that, whatever. We know what movie Ooh, it might have been. The pro- I think it might have been the proposal. Oh. Yep. But, you know, I honestly, I think, like, they didn't even know what it meant. <laughs> no, no idea. No idea. So I, I'm just saying, like, there, um, and if anyone wants to know what that means, you can Google that, because I am not about to share that. <laughs> Look it up under Urban Dictionary. Otherwise, you might just, they might think you're just spelling something wrong. <laughs> the music out there. Even though she's not listening to WAP, she's still being exposed to other music that's yeah. just as bad. And, you yeah. know, I censor her as much as I can. I I don't really censor her that much because I don't really believe in censorship. I just am like, there's certain things that go a little bit too far. 
And I don't let her listen to WAP because I don't listen to WAP. Yeah. I'd also, I don't know. I just want to clarify. Like, I mean, you don't censor, but you do not expose. And like, it's not like you're going to like, she hears WAP. Okay, fine. But you're not going to go play in that for your son, your two-year-old son. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. You you do like there's ages, there's limits, there's things, but there's also the reality of the age you're coming into and what you're being exposed to in life and online and everywhere anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Just wanted to clarify that. It's not like you're like, Hey, let's watch. What is it? Bad grandpa. When she was like four years old. Oh yeah. No, like she definitely still doesn't watch (laughs) rated R movies. Although we did watch coming to America the other day and that's rated R. I didn't realize it was rated R until we were watching it. (laughs) <laughs> and there's just boobs on the on the tube. But I'm like, I mean, at this age, she knows what boobs are. Whatever. Yeah. That was the extent of the yeah. nudity in the movie. So I was like, okay, this is fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, right. like I don't censor her, but I I make decisions, sensible decisions based on her age, if that makes sense. Exactly. That's a great way to put it. Great way to put it. Um okay. And I also there's certain things that I will let her watch if I can see that there's a learning moment involved in it. And then we discuss mm. it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I understand that. Yeah. So listeners, don't forget if you haven't yet hit subscribe on your favorite podcast listening. So the newest episodes come up right away for you. And we would love it if you are on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave us a review because they allow ratings and reviews, that would be super helpful and awesome. And feel free to send us feedback anytime that you have about the show. And then Cass will say her quote. Person's a person, no matter how small. Dr. Seuss. (laughs) Simple and to the point.